do it had to do it for the posties post malone's new album this is uh the first song in the album is called reputation uh-huh oh man it's so good it's okay we're so not gonna good. play yeah we're not gonna play drake we're just gonna play post malone you know what i didn't like about drake's album yeah which i haven't even listened to by yeah, the way yeah, yeah. um <laughs> is that, that, it, it, that, just, that is... it just dropped at midnight like no build up or anything that's the newest thing man why, just, no, why is no build up? I want to be i want to be able to know when my favorite album's coming out like like 1975 have a song coming out in July is this yeah, very yeah. S-y? S? No, no, your your S your S is good. It is your it, S is good. It's very. It's almost too crisp. Yo, we're okay. back. Off white Dan, <laughs> we are back. Thick set Dan. <laughs> you know what's the best? Is every time we have a good <laughs> podcast, we just disappear. You just disappear. <laughs> we're gone. What's the longest we've disappeared for? Uh, six like, months, I think. Probably a year. Uh, yeah, <laughs> during the then, pandemic, and we had like seasons at the time. So we would just say, "Oh yeah, that was the that, that was the last season. This is the new mm. season." <laughs> We had to yeah. change some shit, and we didn't change anything. <laughs> we never changed no matter how Changing things about. behind, you're going to spice it up. It's the same podcast. Uh, <laughs> you have some shit to talk about. I have some um, some conspiracy theories. Okay. Well, first I want to ask, okay? Mm-hmm. So for the last few weeks, mm-hmm. Amar has been coming to my house, uh, progressively losing weight. You're yeah. becoming a smaller guy. Drinking water. Yeah, yes. only water. He's been on a water-only diet, and I've shared my feelings towards how dangerous this feels. Yeah, yeah, yeah. dangerous, Dan. But he's done this a lot. It's going to keep going. Though. Yeah, I know. <laughs> Everything with a Dan at the end. Um, so I need to know, the people need to know, uh-huh. did you win your challenge that you literally flipped your friggin' life upside down for? for it. Uh-huh. How much was the money, by I'm the way? I'm a competitive boy. How much was the money? Uh, the money was $2,000. Cash money. Okay, I'm not noticing any jewelry, no new shoes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I'm a broke boy. This isn't good. Uh, I, I, I lost. I ain't gonna what? Lie. Yeah, give me that. Give me the yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> ain't nobody I, lose like a bar. <laughs> I'm hurt because, like, everyone's like, oh, you know, but you still got results. No, I'm hurt because I lost. I hate. I hate losing. And also, but yo, I've been losing weeks. The last yeah. debate, Weeks, I, I, I lost, and I feel like anything I talk about today won't even matter because everyone listened to last week's debate, and they're gonna be like, "Okay, well, you lost that debate too." <laughs> He's just on a losing streak. <laughs> yeah, just, I'm, no, I'm but, on a losing streak. Yeah, but in all fairness, man, when we went into that podcast, and you're like, "Oh, I'll take this side," and I was thinking, <laughs> "How are you gonna do it?" I was like, "Okay, man," because like I don't see a good way here. And like the thing is, I listened to the podcast back, and it's funny because Bro, I got clobbered. Well, not not clobbered. I kept bringing you back. To the original topic at hand, and you kept like going like, no, 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 hold on a second. I'm like, no, 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 Amar, we're arguing this yeah, shit because I thought I got something. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> but I was freely expressing myself. I was like, just taking it one um at a time. Yeah, and just going to and see then, where I'm it like, leads. where the hell are we now? I got to bring us back. Anyway, okay, so yeah, you didn't so, win. I uh, no, I did not win. Uh, statistically, in my scale, I lost 25 pounds in the six weeks. Okay, man, amazing. Take that shit in. That's lo- huge. Yo. That's huge. <laughs> it, it, it is huge. Okay. Um, thanks. Call me huge. Uh, <laughs> Never again. Now. And, and then in the, in the, um, the, uh, the boot, like the, um, what are, uh, the gym. Okay. The gym did a before and after weigh in. Okay. And to their scale, I lost 35 pounds. 10. Okay? At, whoa. That's even 10 more. 
That's 10 more. Wait, hold on, hold on, hold on. How do you have a 10-pound discrepancy? I don't know, but I was like, okay, maybe my scale is off. Were you wearing, like, the heaviest jeans soaking wet? No, I I was, like, uh, underwear only the whole time. I don't know. Maybe... I, I'm a, I don't know. Maybe I was a grower, not a show. I don't know what I. I, I don't know why. I was you don't get heavier. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> Imagine you yeah, get heavier with your boaters. <laughs> you weigh like twenty pounds more. You're like whoa. <laughs> Wait. So a small one is just like a dense. Okay. Anyways, yeah. Happens. It's just a blood. Yeah, anyways, we're talking about the anatomy of a boner. How did we get here? We're talking about you losing okay. weight. The winner. All right. The winner lost nineteen pounds, and I and I showed you the before oh, and after. So you lost double. You lost double. I lost almost double the kid. Not the kid. He was a guy. Uh, <laughs> and, and, and and I lost. And I not only did I like get second place, I got fifth place. Man, that's not even good. Bro, <laughs> like, I, lost, I, I, I hate to be that guy. Like, fifth place isn't even good. It's not even like top three. It's, it's no, so bad. That's like forgettable it's shit. It's not even consolation fourth place. No. You know? It's no. not like, oh, they only made it fourth it's place. Like, oh, you were so close to, po- like, to on the podium. It's like, you're Bro, fifth, man. They didn't post my results. I lost more pounds then the first and second guy combined. <laughs> combined. Okay, can I, let me say this. <laughs> you know okay? how much that is? I saw, I saw the pictures. Yes, I saw your result pictures. Yeah. Like, Amar just showed me them. And his photos are, like, greatly more impressive yes. than the winner. At least debatably, you know, okay, I can see how you could be second or first. You know what I mean? Like, at least debatable. And even, even, like, if they were smart, they would use that for marketing. Because yes. you actually look like you've lost, like, a significant amount. Yes. Versus the guy just sort of toned up who was in first. Yes. Okay, but let me ask you this. Okay, first off, when it comes to these competitions, I imagine because it's fitness, they don't want you to just go balls to the wall, lose shit, and then yo-yo back. Yeah, and this is my conspiracy. So it's about sustainability. Yeah, this they they kept talking about, oh, uh, you know, the first first prize and the second and third, you know, uh, they all met their goals in a sustainable fashion and this. And... They only knew my shit was unsustainable because I tagged them on Instagram. You gave them free promo. I gave them free promo. I was like, hey, I'm I'm so into this. I'm going to drink only water for 10 years. Yeah, days. yeah, yeah, yeah. You gave them free promo. And what happened was they saw they yes. saw the progress. Yes. Yeah. You should have kept it a secret. I should have kept it a secret. But regardless, yeah. the, numbers, the numbers should matter. Yeah. The first day I posted, I actually took off one of the trainers from my viewing my story because I knew this might happen. But then the other trainer I forgot was on my Instagram. Yeah. And she's like, wait, she's like, way to go. And then, Too and then I was like, now. you know what? F it. I'm just going to include mm. everyone. Anyway, so I got fifth place, which means z- nothing, 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 zero. And oh, so you just paid and you got nothing? <laughs> yeah, yeah. And, then, and then, yeah, oh, shit. <laughs> <laughs> which is what a normal person would <laughs> yeah, do, yeah. but still. And then weight loss wise, uh, I'm back up 10 pounds from the original 25. That's uh, fair. It's like, you know, the water weight and shit. Okay, that is fair, yeah. I was going to say 10 pounds in, what, two days? So I was at 215, went down to 190. Now I'm back up to 200. Your body's going to naturally, like, climatize to what it wants to be. Yeah. It is. Like, for me, I was 175 at my smallest, Mm -hmm. and that was when I was doing F45 full, full. And I just, I couldn't sustain. I mean, I could sustain it, but then the pandemic hit, obviously. Yeah, yeah. Um, So I think my body sort of hovers around, like, 190, and that's where it's comfortable. I love pandemic, man. You can just, due to COVID, you could get away yeah. with murder. Yeah. So well, much. Well, you know, I gained weight uh, due to COVID. Well, look, you <laughs> should still be proud of it because that's a significant amount of weight loss. And it, and like you look different. You look healthier. Yes. I, I look younger, someone said, but I need to shave. 
That's why. That's why I don't look. You know what I noticed? I was I was looking at myself in a, a video the other day. That sounds very narcissistic. <laughs> no, it's good. no, I was editing. Okay, yeah. and I'm like, you know what? When you have a beard, you have one of two, one of three options: mm. no beard, so just bald face; half beard, which is like stubble, which is what I have. Yeah, sort of what you have. Yeah, you're leading more towards full beard. Yeah, and then, or full beard. Yeah, right. The only issue is when you've exposed the world to any form of facial hair. You cannot go backwards. Cannot. Otherwise, you look like a worm or you look like a thumb or <laughs> yes. like some sort of weird ass, too much skin. Yes. So you're left with two options now, stubble or full beard. Well, stubble also looks like you're constantly getting off a bender. Yes. Like I look at myself, I'm like, I look like I just drank a 40, <laughs> yeah, yeah. right? And then, well, you were in Vegas. So you might have actually drank I a was 40. in Vegas. Man, I had the gym this morning. I died. Died. Yeah. I had a week of Vegas to get out of my system. Holy shit. Why'd you go to Vegas? For fun. Oh, nice. I like that. Yeah. yeah good for you. Because I don't take <laughs> vacations. Yeah. And it got to the point where I'm like, let's try. You know? Vegas is your vacation spot. Yeah, it is. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. It's funny. <laughs> I, man, if I had a question I was going to ask you, but this, this ties in. Okay. So for me, if I look at the ideal vacation spot, yeah, it'd be something fun. High energy Vegas doing mm. activities. Like we didn't stop when we were in Vegas. Um, one day we had free time. Like I got this. We're going to go to Lake Mead, which feeds into the Hoover Dam. We're going to go to the dollar store, which is... Yeah. We're going to buy a bunch of shit. We're going to have drinks floating there. Love it. And it was just like a fun thing. So that's my type of travel. My type of travel is not laying on a beach <laughs> doing jack shit. I could do that here. Yeah. I can do that at home. Yeah. Like you're, you, you don't turn off for vacation. I turn up. You, you turn on. <laughs> I, I turn <laughs> up. Yeah. So for me, like I'm already, I live a, my lifestyle already is pretty relatively low key. I wake up, I'll go to the, stu I'll go to my studio, I'll work on some video content, film, work on some art pieces. Yeah. And it's all me and Charlie or just me. Yeah. So you get in your head a lot. So for, for me to, to get an escape, like a vacation, I need to go the opposite of what I'm already doing. Yeah. You just need to enter a place that just is all turned up all the just way. Like, bing, 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 bing. And that's wing, wing, wing. Vegas. Like, that's Vegas all the time. So I, I'm obsessed with it. It makes me absolutely want to live there so, so bad. Uh, and we'll see. So here's my question for you. Okay. I was thinking in the car. Mm -hmm. this, is, you will, you will, this will be a quick topic. I so. always think about you in the car sometimes. Oh, too. wow. Yeah, <laughs> what a great moment we just <laughs> yeah, shared. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what the hell? I accidentally cut you off. <laughs> yeah. Hey, I think about you more. <laughs> um, okay. So if I had to ask you, okay, what is the furthest lifestyle you could be living to yourself right now. Ooh. What would it look like? So, and it, wait, a lifestyle that is, that I would enjoy, or like just the first? No, the total opposite. You have a Mar in, in your current lifestyle. What uh -huh. is the furthest possible lifestyle you could picture for yourself? Mm. And it can't be like I lost an arm and then I have to like it's none of that shit. Strictly lifestyle. Um. Okay. For sure, a parent of three. <laughs> like for sure a okay. father of three okay <laughs> with a wife yeah okay yeah. uh like stability stability needs to be there. yeah yeah some sort of stability uh, it's yeah. not happening um and probably like financially secure <laughs> wow. so like everything going well yeah, yeah you know what i mean yeah yeah um it, it would be like so someone right in the middle average Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. And yeah, you are yeah. not selling this, is, this dream. This is how I no, I, I don't, I don't want this. This is oh, the opposite of me. Oh, okay, okay. Wait, okay, are, okay. are we saying the opposite of me? Opposite of what you currently are. Yeah. Um. So stability across the board, like financial stability, family stability, like just, mm -hmm. just stable. You know those people? So uh, hold on, man. You understand my question, I mean, right? Yeah, I think so. 
<laughs> Let's hear it again. I think you Before do. Before we have the debate Listen, of last I literally, week. I literally said, yeah. what is the opposite lifestyle? And you're naming everything, which means what you are saying is what you currently are. So you've just said you are not family stable, financially stable. Yeah, I cannot. I, I can't even think of raising a family currently. Right. So, so like stability my, my across the board, you are not. Yeah, like I... <laughs> <laughs> hold, hold on, and it's not a bad thing. It's not a bad thing. I mean, to some extent, everybody has stability to some extent. Okay, I've said this analogy a million times. I think it's an analogy. I don't know what it is. Um, everyone balances to the middle, right? Like, uh, not everyone. Many people balance to the middle. I find balance by being at both extremes at the same time. Like my life right now, genuinely, uh, is probably uh, the greatest and the shittiest it's ever been. You know what I mean? At the uh, same time. Nah. Okay, I I disagree. You know what I mean? Like I've lost the most pounds, but then I'll yeah, also yeah. a fat fuck. No, no, no. But he, no, but <laughs> here's I mean? the, here's the thing: you can't be both. You can have it's true. You can you can have blips of yeah. emotional responses, which is like, oh, this sucks. This experience right now, here now, sucks. Yeah, it doesn't mean your life sucks. And oh then, no, I don't think my life sucks. Gen genuinely, I don't. So, think so you can't be living the worst and best life. That doesn't make sense. Uh, let's go with that fat loss thing. <laughs> but Gen the fat loss thing like, across the board is great. I went from two fifteen to to one night to two hundred. Let's say mm -hmm. okay. So lost a lot of pounds. That feels great. Zoom out a bit. You're still overweight, baby boys. No, you're baby not. Daddies. Man, you're not, this. You <laughs> what you've done is you've shaved off a huge chunk. Yes. So you you've made progress. You don't just. That's like me making a hundred thousand dollars and go. I'm a failure because I didn't make a million. No, I'm not doubting myself. I'm just checking myself. You know. That doesn't make, that doesn't make it make it the worst though. It doesn't make it the worst, but you still got ways to go. And that, it, which is fine because you've already proven that you can do it in six weeks, man. You lost a significant amount. Of so work. a family man with a with a financially stable income um, owns a house in a war torn country would be the opposite lifestyle of me. Wow, okay. That's um, good. That's a good answer. Yeah, that is a good answer. Yeah, you answered it well. That's the opposite of me right now. Let me think of that. Yeah. How about you? Um, I would say the opposite for me, <laughs> pretty similar. Yeah. Like family living you in see? suburbia. And, and it's not to say I don't necessarily, I mean, it, it is to say I don't want that right now, for sure yeah. not. I don't want to have a family in suburbia right now. Mm -hmm. That's not what I'm looking for. So to me, that is the opposite of or furthest from what I'm currently living. Yeah. Um. Yeah, multiple kids, a nine to five job, um, uh, not like a wife. Like a wife is fine. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> like a wife um, <laughs> driving, driving like a yeah, 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 yeah. low level like yeah. four door yes sedan. SUV sedan <laughs> yeah crossover <laughs> crossover yeah. Um, <laughs> I like mowing my lawn for fun and having beers in my suburban backyard at night. Oh. This sounds, you know, what's funny though. Is it sounds reason, so good to people. This is the reason why I asked this is that this is some people's dreams. Yes. Right? I know some people that would love like other than bro, the war torn the lawn and beer. Amazing. Yeah. But like, it's, it's so funny that I was thinking about this and I'm like, even not the worst case scenario, but the opposite of what you're living right now is still technically great. Yes. Right. So, when you evaluate your situation in your life, instead of looking at what you have and say it's not enough, you could try this thing where it's like, okay, let's look at the total opposite of what I could be living. Uh -huh. And it would it would still be enough. It's just mentally it's not what you want, I guess. I don't know. Does that make yeah, sense? Yeah, no, no, no. It, the opposite of, of your life right now is still great to many people. It, and it's, it's the average for a lot. You know, like 
it's funny, like, and I hope this didn't offend anybody because I know a lot of people that are living my opposite lifestyle. So, the, sorry, the question was opposite, not not yes. what you don't want. Yeah, yeah. Opposite. So, for me, like, some of my best friends are living that exact lifestyle. Yes. And it's, it's when I go visit them, I'm like, wow, this is so different than what my life is. Let me give you my coffee example, and maybe this will make more sense. Because every day I wake up, I make a coffee for myself, mm. okay? And I weigh every single coffee bean onto a scale, and I weigh the water that goes on top of the coffee. Everything is like weighed and like precise. Holy shit, man. In, in hopes to make the best coffee, okay? Mm-hmm. And I think I make a damn good coffee. Right? It better be if you're weighing beans and shit. I try to explain this to my brother who lives with me or my mom or whatever, and I'm like, like you guys should do it like this because like it, it's the best coffee, <laughs> right? And, and especially in my brother's case, he he's like, I don't give a shit, bro. I just need caffeine in the morning right away. Like, I, I don't want to weigh things. I don't have the energy. I don't have the mental capacity in the morning. Why do you need weigh. caffeine? Let me, let me ask this, bro, before we... Yeah, yeah. Why do, we, why do you need caffeine? Like, what, what does it do for... Because for me... It's I, addiction. I, offer, I operate my life with no caffeine. Yeah. And <clears throat> sometimes I wonder, how much of life am I missing out on? In a lot of senses. Yeah, okay, yeah, so, yeah, like, yeah. I don't do drugs or anything like that either. Yeah. And sometimes I ask myself, am I missing out on life experiences because of this? And I'm like, no, I don't necessarily think so. I think I am not an advocate for drugs, yes. hard drugs. But do I think that they've created like masterpieces in the past? Yeah. So I, I sometimes wonder, well, I, I, I could never because of anxiety would totally fuck me on it. Bro, please, can I answer? I'm gonna, I got five minutes of an answer for this. I'm sorry, y'all. But I, it's a good answer. Okay. Yep. First of all, are you missing out on anything? No, you specifically, Dan, are not, okay? But once you have caffeine, okay, once you have coffee and then, um, you know, people drink coffee every day or whatever, your brain, okay, the way caffeine works, mm. this is bro science with Amar over here, bullshit science also, <laughs> um, your brain has these things called adenosine receptors, okay? Sciencey term, basically adenosine is the molecule that makes you sleepy, okay? Mm. Caffeine looks exactly like adenosine. So caffeine plugs your brain receptors. Your holes. Yeah, it plugs it the holes. It fills your holes. It fills the holes that make you sleepy, right? And that's why caffeine doesn't, like, makes, keeps you alert because you won't ah. have the tiredness come so through. So it's almost like somebody cutting line. Just like, hey, asshole, I'm here now. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. Now, this is where people are missing out when they do have caffeine and they're off it. Okay, so let's say you drink one, two coffees a day. Your brain starts saying, I'm not getting sleepy enough. I need to make more receptors. So it starts making more receptors and then you need more caffeine to plug those receptors. Uh, when you get off caffeine, yeah. you now have all these tired receptors bouncing around and you're just going to get hit by a truck if you don't have caffeine. Wow. So you're not missing out, but the people who drink coffee every day will be missing out. Um, that was a great explanation. I got you. And then that I'm going to take it one step further about if you're missing life, yeah. if you're missing out on life. Okay, it's a great topic. Um, in the 1700s, 1800s, mm. it was always pubs, right? People always met up at pubs. Yeah. Ever since coffee was like, became worldwide and coffee houses replaced pubs. So we went from drinking, which makes us slower to caffeine, which makes us think faster. Yeah. We've had all these like innovations and inventions and, you know, progress and all that. Right. So I, I owe, I owe a lot to caffeine, man. That's where you go. <laughs> Do you get it? <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, I, Do you get it? Like I, people I, in the morning, why did they would go 
get to, whiskey to a uh, to get drunk to get drunk. I see. And I instead see. of getting drunk now, you we have think, these people getting yeah. caffeinated. Do you ever think that maybe in 20, 30 years we're gonna look back and go, I can't believe we lived our life like that? Yeah, yeah. You know? Yeah, hundred percent. Like sometimes I think like that. Like what what are we living right now? First off, here's another random thought I had today, this morning. Yes. Um, isn't it weird that what we're living right now, the life we're living right here and now, will one day be a forgotten sort of chapter? Medieval. For an example. No, no, not, not even that. In our own lives. Uh, so you look back at high school. We've been out of high school for, I don't know, 15 years? Yeah. 15 years. And when you think back, you're like, holy crap. It's like, that was our life at the time. And now we barely, th we think about it maybe once a month. Twice a month. Uh -huh. So the life we're living right now, it's the same thing. I don't know. But I, I don't think it would be a last, for, last chapter. I, I haven't, like, if I'm looking back at my last 20 years and taking three-year chunks of it, yeah, I don't think I'd forget any of those chapters. You wouldn't forget those chapters, but, like, I don't mean forget. I mean, like, uh, in 10 years' time, you're going to be living somewhere else. So will I. It's true. So will I. Yeah. And, and I'll have a conversation with someone, and I'll go, oh, yeah, you know... If we're not doing the podcast in yeah, ten, yeah, yeah. Like, ten years, yeah, I used to. I used to. Still unmonetized. <laughs> St still no ads. No fucking. We're, sponsors. we're for the people, bro. We are for the people. You're strong. What's up, guys? Welcome to episode four thousand and two. Um, no, I, I'll be having a conversation with someone. And go. Oh yeah, you know, I used to have a podcast with, with a friend of mine. Yeah, I don't I, know what happened to him. Yeah, yeah, he just disappeared. <laughs> he just lost all this weight. <laughs> he disappeared. He went on a rampage. Last time I saw him, I think he's in a war-torn country with a family <laughs> yeah. financially stable. He's living that life. <laughs> anyway, um, so here, here's something I want to mention. Okay, so I feel so you know the imposter syndrome. Yes. So the imposter the syndrome is syndrome in the world. It's like a psychological phenomenon where you you feel like you don't deserve what you're getting. Yes. So you you get a job promotion inside. You're like, how the hell did I do this? I don't deserve this. I didn't even earn this. Yeah. That's the imposter syndrome. And it makes you feel like you're out of place when you totally are not. Okay. So I have that. I, I mean, I've had that. A lot of people have that. Yes. It's a really, really common thing. The one thing that I've experienced is I have the opposite sometimes. Oh, you have poster syndrome. Poster syndrome. Yeah. I where, need to be on your poster. Yeah. But <laughs> sort of like that, but not like a cocky, like, like verification on, on yes. TikTok. We've talked about this. Yeah, yeah. Why the why am I not verified on TikTok? Uh, this shit pisses me off. It pisses me off. You have Canadian musicians. Yes. No shade to any Canadian musicians out there. But I've seen very small, 4,000. But because they're a musician, we're going to verify them. <laughs> I pulled in millions of views over the last 30 days. Yeah. And it's like, yeah, you know, you got to send us your uh, latest press. And I'm like... That's it. This is bullshit. That's it. You know what shit I'm bringing to your, your platform? I got a rant here. You know what shit I'm bringing to your platform? And you can't even grace me with a fucking blue, blue check? Star. Little blue check. Oh. Anyway, I had, Keep to, going. I, I had to I had to get that off. No, I can't because I'm working with them on Monday. <laughs> <laughs> I have like a, a, I'm doing a pedal for TikTok. <laughs> so I got to go Look, easy. I know you think the social media world is very different from real world, but this is exactly real world shit. This is, this is you. In, in, in a in a in a normal job, hundred percent going and like, man, the things I've done for this company, I swear to God, it's exactly. It. How can they not grace me with this? And then like, well, why don't you just? But, no, you I got something on my day. I gotta. Yeah, I can't do that. <laughs> I can't do that. I just want to get out of my system. <laughs> but this is exactly what it is. Is anytime I bring it up to somebody at TikTok, yeah, their employees like great employees, <laughs> so like that, good peeps. But they they get like sort of aggressive towards that specific, and I'm sure they're asked a lot. Yeah. I don't care. We're talking me specifically. 1.6 million followers. I achieved over half of that in under a year. 
I think it's because um, it's because there's like they are still depending on industries with gatekeepers. Okay, so like the music industry of has course. specific gatekeepers of like, yeah, this person is published, right? I'm public, man. I won an MMVA. Yeah, so. Like, so send them that shit. That's what they're saying. But I'm sure you have. Even Instagram is like, you didn't qualify. You can try again in 30 days. I'm like, look, I'm not going to yeah. do this old dance through your hoop shit. Yeah, you and need like, to be like, that's why people pay for like New York Time articles. And then, yeah, yeah. it's you, yeah. we've all seen it. They get like a stupid New York Times article and then they get like the whole, uh, hey guys, can you report this account because they're trying to impersonate me? And then they're just building up the case for a blue check. Yes. You know? Yeah, yeah 100%. And I feel like the creator industry has no, like, legit gatekeeper But I'm not doing that. I just want to be clear, guys. I've had well over 50 imposter accounts trying to charge people for rugs. It was like, denicracy, denucracy. I'm like, guys, (laughs) like, we could solve all of this shit. I'm qualified for verification. You could fix these scams that are happening on your app by giving me this damn blue check. You think I'm doing this shit for free? (laughs) No. Eventually, I'm going to need something in return. Yeah. Okay? (laughs) We'll monetize this podcast eventually too, by the way. We, I'm done with that conversation. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We, we've had this. Every time we ha- we we'll be like, listen, man, let's just meet up on Thursday. Thursday, I don't care. We're going to the we're going here. We're gonna we're gonna reach out to some sponsors. <laughs> Thursday comes around. Hey guys, what's up? I'm over oh, yeah, here yeah, water yeah. skiing <laughs> in Qatar. Uh, anyway. Damn. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> okay. Now, uh, now I feel a little bit better. You feel good. <laughs> Let's get to our topic. All right. Uh, so I, I saw this. Uh, I saw this. First of all, I have, on Instagram, I have a whole saved catalog. Nice. Of podcast. I've got a notes section of like good quotes I've seen. Oh yeah. Yeah. You got to You got to You got to write that shit down. You got to save it. You gotta save gonna, it. Like some of them just hit different. You know. Yeah. Yeah. Like, you'll hit a quote and you're like, I shared a quote on my Insta last night. Yeah. This shit, this was good. Sorry, yeah, I'm, I'm doing posture syndrome again. <laughs> posture <laughs> syndrome is so good, bro. So I had this uh, debate with my friend, and I was telling her, I'm like, look, I don't care, but like the thing I love about TikTok and hate about it, I love that anybody can participate. Yes. But what I hate is that it's just regurgitations of like nine different pieces of content. Yes. The same joke, the same Talk dances. The <clears throat> yeah. yeah, but it, it, there's no originality. And so I was telling her, I'm like, listen, the way you make a career at this is you do not do these trends because people don't want to see you, Joe Schmo, Sally from high school doing uh, the same shit. I remember the quote now. Yeah, it allows them to be a part of something, which is great, mm-hmm. but it doesn't allow longevity, which is what not everyone's looking for. Fair. Mm-hmm. So I had this quote last night, and it was, TikTok trends lead you to a moment, not a career. And I could speak on this for 10 years doing social media. democracy. Mo- <laughs> yeah, give <laughs> the wrong guy. <laughs> <laughs> at the necrosy love ya <laughs> no but seriously like people try to follow these trends like like doing these things and then they beat themselves up mentally over why aren't i getting numbers and you know i i got four hundred thousand light video views on this yeah and my next one has four thousand yeah the reason why is because you're just chasing trends and uh, those aren't gonna last they burn out as fast as they come in yeah and i okay question for you um do you think because I, I feel like if you're there for a moment, you know, be happy. I, I know everyone's sad because they're like, oh, fuck, there's no longevity. And I, I only got this one million view video. And I only got it once. Right. It's like a one hit wonder. But it's in the moment. They like people will actually start to consider leaving their jobs after yes. like one viral hit on TikTok. And it's like, just to be clear, guys, consistency is key on TikTok. So it doesn't matter who you are. If you're uploading 
10 videos a month, eventually one of them is going to hit. That's just the way the platform yes. works, which is why I love it. However, if you're just doing trends, you're not going to build an audience or community to say, I like your shit because your shit is like their shit, like and their my, shit, yeah, yeah. like their shit. <laughs> and it's the same. It's the uh, same. But Okay. How do you square that? Like, even like, let's say for musicians, do you think musicians get to a point where they're like, you know what? I'm at peace being a one hit wonder. It is what it is. I want. No, it. no, I don't think so. Like, yeah, you'll pull in some good dough, but like, I think there's a part of the ego because anybody in the inter inter entertainment industry has an ego. Yes. It, to whatever extent. I think everybody in general has an ego. Yes. But the entertainment industry, it's very prominent. And so if you were to make a situation where they had one big success, that's going to water the hell out of their ego. And then what's going to happen is it's going to have nothing to feed off because there's no more views coming in. Yes. So one hit wonders are hard to consume because at the time you're like, I'm the best. Look at me. I've really made it. I knew what I was talking about all along. And then it's like, well, next week you got 4,000 views. It's so, you start so to question devastating. Everything. And my, my whole take on this recently is because my TikTok is, is performing very well right now. Yes. I've had some really good art DIYs pop off to the point that I'm like, the imposter syndrome is hard to exist for that platform for me. Only because the amount of you, effort. You, you feel like you've got the Midas touch right now on TikTok. It's like, I, do. I touch it, it's gold. I do. It's, I, or it's like, I just, I, I can understand the algorithm currently. Yes. I mean, it, it could change and I could be up in the air and be like, what the hell is going on? Yeah. But currently, I can't. <laughs> I heard I'm that. Voice crack. <laughs> <laughs> so See, I had now you're so much better at <laughs> detecting voice cracks. Yeah, I had to do it. <laughs> um, but it's just like, it's one of those things where, um, yeah, I don't know. I, I just feel like I, I had to put that quote because that was my quote that yeah, I shared. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm like, it's very true. You want to be something online, don't chase trends for very long. Chase so you just got to keep riding moments. You could you could ride moments here and there. Sprinkle them in. Tr trends are great for getting views. Yeah. But trends are not great for building an audience or a community. Yeah, but like I feel like for like exponential growth, right? Like if if you can catch, you gotta, you gotta do weird catch shit. a trend in the beginning, ride it to yeah. the top, and then catch the next trend right from the beginning. Impossible. Ride right. it to the top. Yeah. There's like nine trends going on at once that are all starting and ending at different times. Uh, who you are, the type of content you make. You can make a trend really bad. Yeah. <laughs> like awkward. <laughs> like I, the, the content I'm producing right now is oddities and things that people haven't seen that they need to see more. A mm. baseball bat made of big league chew gum, mm. right? These are things that I'm constantly firing off that are just, man, they're, they're killing it every time. Yeah, I, I think uh, that's the greatest move is like just be unique. Just originality. Be unique. Yeah, originality. Just originality, man. Because all this shit on Instagram is the same fucking yeah. bullshit. It's so the same. Ah. Okay, give us, speaking of same bullshit, give us some of these quotes you found oh, on Instagram. Yeah, yeah. Um, We're going to go through these, hopefully inspire all you folks out there. You know, here's one from, uh, it seems like Dale Carnegie. Okay. Oh, I love Dale Carnegie. Hey, good guy. Yeah. Um, no, actually though. But I, I feel like this is how, what we were talking, no, I haven't read their, I, I don't read books. Wow. As you can tell. From the amount of arms. <laughs> and someone's got to clip that shit. Um, okay. Because I think this is this is talking about what we've been talking about. Um, do you remember the things you were worrying about a year ago? How did they work out? Didn't you waste a lot of fruitless energy on account of most of them? Didn't most of them turn out all right after all? Okay. Love it. Love it. Love it. But you cannot live... In hindsight, like you cannot live predicting your hindsight perspective, if that makes sense. But he's saying you could. You I, maybe you could. I can. Yeah, yeah, I definitely can. Man, when it, when a situation is stressful for me and I'm anxious, it's not about. Well, you know what? I did this last year. Yeah. It's it's about let's just get through this moment because it's gonna be different. Like, but I'm gonna challenge you, Dan, because it kinda is because you said something to me 
100 episodes ago. Uh, unmonetized, obviously. <laughs> we all know. Yeah. Okay. Do the ship for uh, free. You said, and it, it, it jives with my worldview, mm-hmm. which is things are cyclical. So let's say on YouTube, right? You know that there's cycles to YouTube, right? That this part of the year I do really well. And then next part of the year, you know, the, let's say winter, let's call it, you know, the views go down mm. or whatever, yeah, yeah. vice versa. Yeah, you could find those for sure. And then eventually, if you do it enough, if you do it long enough, you say, oh, wait, this is just a down part of the cycle. And then there will be an up part of the cycle coming up. Fair. And that makes Fair. you feel. Yeah, because off of enough experience or data, you can sort of see that, you know, let's, let's talk brand deals. A lot of budgets are already spent by mid-November yeah. for Christmas. So December is a pretty quiet month for brand deals. Same with January yeah. because they get their new budgets later. So that's usually something you can expect for sure. But like even like in our own like physical selves, sometimes we like worry about shit. Like say, I don't know, uh, yeah, okay. the amount of research I've done on like how to lose fat fast. And then, you know, you could do years of research and the end of the day, it just go work out. And you get fifth place. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, <laughs> no okay so you're onto something here you may have changed my perspective here yeah. um yeah i think just similar to like how brand deals dry up in november in december uh, i think the same thing could be said for if you're going through similar experiences to know what to expect and coping mechanisms start to become a trend mm-hmm. or a pattern um that yes I, I mean i like the quote i think it's great it's one of those things that for me is a lot easier said than done to say, Hey, you've done this before. Yeah. A lot of the challenging parts of my life have been because of anxiety uh-huh. or anxious thoughts, not because of Dan Roto's natural mind. So when I look at trying to combat anxiety, I view anxiety as lava versus uh, a cold pool. Oh. Some people will say, you know, you know, you just got to dive in and then it'll be fine. You just yeah. use it. Whereas for me, anxiety is not about diving in and you'll get used to it over time. It's like lava. Every time you touch it, it hurts the same. It's, yeah. it's equally as hard to get around the same time. Every time you touch it, you get burned. Equally. So you let it, you let the lava cool down? And No, then- I mean, so, no. So that's that's the struggle with me and anxiety is that anxiety is just as strong as it was today as it was two years uh, ago. Okay, okay, okay. But there's, there's patterns that I could put in place to say, I'm going to catch this early or I actually know what's going to happen here. So I'm going to pivot early. Ah, uh, true, right? true, 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 true. Anyway, yeah. okay. Uh, all right, this one's from that goat, the greatest of all time, poet, the one who, who introduced us to all this aesthetic bullshit on Instagram, Jasmine Carr. You know her? You've, you've seen some how girls. You, listen, how are you going to say post. goat followed by a name like Jasmine <laughs> Carr? I've never. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You, you've seen her. You've seen her. Uh, her poems. Okay. You know she's like an Instagram poet. I don't know, man. I don't know. I don't know if that's even a thing. You, how I do mean, you not know Jasmine is, Carr? It is a thing, but you said goat. That's what threw me off. Yeah, I was milk and like, honey. Let's see. Oh, yeah. milk and honey. Is that who that is? Yeah, it's like a, I don't know. Um, okay, I have heard of that. She's got like, yeah, aesthetic quotes like, uh, yeah. you know, your kind words stick to me like bees and your hurtful okay, words here's, here's stick thing, to me like honey or some bullshit. I don't when I look at inspirational good quotes, <laughs> yeah. they have to have a very minimal tacky corniness. I know there's a community out there that loves it. Like, don't worry, one day he'll grab you the way he grabs that bread or some shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But it's like, <laughs> I can't, man. That shit, I'm just like, I would never say that realistically, you know? All right, well, l- okay. let's hear this one. Maybe it's okay. realistic enough for you. How many outstretched hands have we missed because we were facing the backs of those who had turned away? Oh. Go. 
Oh. Greatest of all time. Wow. Greatest of all time. And that's Some, fucking good. That know, is good. People are reaching out to you, but you're not looking at their hands. You're looking at the people who have turned their backs on you. Because rejection Ooh, hurts more. Goosebumps. Look at this. Oh, wow. My shaved Those goosebumps. Those are like goose humps. Yo, I, huge. Shave, I shave my legs for these people and they give me fifth place. <laughs> <laughs> that's literally that's literally the quote. Okay? I'm shaving my legs for these people. Yeah. They turned away. away. And now look, you're still talking about it versus... Yes. I don't know. Maybe another opportunity. And these pounds that I've lost have outstretched their hands anyways. <laughs> no, I like that. I like that 100%. And I think a part of it is because we look at things analytically as like, why didn't that work? What happened? Why did that fail? Why did they turn their back on me? Yes. Versus why does somebody want me? Because there's a side of us that we're like, of course people want me. Like we're, we're amazing. Mm -hmm. But what we can't absorb is why don't people want me? Yes. You know, like it's this weird phenomenon internally that we're like, you know, I like who I am. I like who I am as a person. Yes, I do. But what I what's really hard for people to swallow me as well is why don't they like me as a person? What did I do wrong? Why did they turn their back on me? Yes. So it's a great quote because it's so true. And we could save ourselves so much time by not looking at people that have turned their back or, or and whatever. chasing them and all this and chasing them, trying to figure out what it is and, and being a character in their movie. It's like, no, go to the people that want you around. That's where the opportunities exist. But I also feel like we have this, like, a, we make this mistake, all of us do, where if we got something, we, it's stable. You know, as, as soon as we got it, it's like it's stable. Like, let's, say, uh, let's say how hard you work at trying to make new friends, right? Like, when you, when you get introduced to people, you show the best side of you, all this, right? But then once you have them as friends, you kind of feel like it's stable, and you don't try as hard yes. for old friends. And I mean, relationships, same thing. If there's there's a reason why people gain weight once they're in committed relationships because there's no sort of performance or chase or it's stable. chest puffing. Yeah, yeah. So you want more, and and the things you don't got, you got to keep trying for. It seems like, but then the things you do got, you don't have to try for. And that is well, because yeah, a lot a of a lot of people have this mental shelf, and they just sort of put it on the shelf as well. I got it. That's yeah. part, it's part of my collection now. And they don't take care of it anymore because it's on the shelf. It's not going to go anywhere. Yeah. But yeah, I think that that's a great lesson. That's a great quote, actually. I like there that one. Go. See, Jasmine Carr. Jasmine Carr. She is a goat. A goat. Okay. No um, this one's not a quote, but it's like, um, okay, it shows like a brain, okay? And it's like filled 95% and the fill is mental clutter, right? Yeah. And it's saying, and it says, keeping it in your head, 95% mental clutter. Okay, so it's like your brain, if you just keep shit in your head, it's just all cluttered, okay? And then the next thing says writing it down. And then it shows the brain like 5% cluttered and the rest Whoa. is mental clarity. Whoa, I, I stamp of approval. Yeah? 100%, man. Yeah, you're so two, you're two, two for two? I'm three for three. Well, what was the first one? Dale Carnegie. Excuse you. Yes, it was. It was just hard hard to factor in. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, okay, two and a half. But, yo, I explained the whole picture to you guys right now, and yeah. you you got it, so that's amazing. That, 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 so that is very, very Write true. Write that shit down. R write it down. Do whatever you need to do to get it out, because I think a lot of people think, no, I've thought it through, or I've said it to myself that it's not going to happen. But it doesn't matter. There's this weird thing that happens, at least with me, and with most... Like, I've heard this from a, quite a few people, not to say that most, mm -hmm. but um, when you... Mental clutter like packs on when you ruminate mm. right and so for me like ruminating at my studio i have all this time i, I spend four hours making a rug which is can get repetitive it's yeah. line after line after line and so you start to think and ruminate because you go into autopilot huh 
What am I going to have for dinner? Oh, no, I can't have that. Oh, I got to go to the grocery store. Oh, but remember that time I went to the grocery store? Yeah, and yeah, the, yeah. The, the cashier said that weird thing, and I made that weird response. And then you're back at square one. And now you're just basically topping up your mental clutter yeah. with random shit that doesn't matter that you don't need to worry about anymore. <laughs> but I will say, for me, when my hardest times... Um, videoing myself mm-hmm. privately, no one will ever see videoing myself and speaking out to myself. So what I'll do is I'll spend the first half like sharing all my worries, get all that mental clutter out. Yeah. The second half, I'll spend curing that. Yeah. Right. I bought a typewriter. I've said this a million times. A typewriter helps you slow. Helps me slow down. I have to type each letter because if you do two of them too fast, they get jammed. Yeah. So a typewriter allows me to slow my process and get it out. But I, it's a weird thing, man. Like, I feel lighter and I feel like it's not as much of a worry once I physically do something with those thoughts. Yeah, and like the positive symptoms of it, like once you do get it out, say it out, write it out. Um, is yeah, you get like more clarity. You get more. You feel like you're more focused. You feel like you know exactly what you want, and that might be one of the secrets of manifestation. Like when you write that shit down, exactly. Maybe it is the yeah. clarity that we're seeking. I think there's got to be a physical element to manifestation instead of just saying, "Oh yeah, it's the universe." I don't know if I necessarily believe the mystical part in that mystical power yeah. thing where I asked the universe and that's what I got. I think there's a physical element to actually saying or doing something takes that from a, a floating around abyss yeah. to some sort of actionable plan. Yeah. I think, I mean, that, that, come on. We're asking a fucking universe, hey, I want a million dollars. Can it happen? Hey, yo, I, I, I watch a lot of YouTube videos and just videos and like articles, read articles, all this. And in the end of the day, I have like 30 something tabs open on my browser. Mm. Okay. And I, sometimes I look at those tabs and I'm like, and I love using lots of tabs. But then I look at those tabs and I'm just like X and just delete everything. Yeah. What I should do is take notes of like what those, like what those videos meant to me or what those articles like taught me, you know, just at least one little note yeah. of like, yeah. this was good. And yeah. Keep it moving. Yeah. I think so. Yeah. I don't know. Uh, this one I love and I think you guys might hate, but um, it's this guy. It's like three frames of a guy. Another um, picture. It's like, it's almost like a picture video. <laughs> this makes no sense. It's like video frames and With every frame subtitles. is a subtitle. Um, so this guy says, I do doubt myself and it sucks. Next frame. But sometimes you got to check yourself. That can be confused as doubt. Next frame. Checking yourself is good. Don't doubt yourself. And this, I've been trying to get people to understand yeah, the difference a, that's between a, checking yourself yeah. And doubting yourself. I and there's make a, a lot fine of food. line. There's yes. Yeah. I make a lot of food for friends. Yeah. Okay. And every time I'm like, hey, how is it? Does it need more salt? Does it this? They're like, no, no, no. It's so, oh my God. It's so good. It's delicious. It's all that. And I'm, in my head, I'm like, no, no. But like, I'm not trying to, I'm not doubting myself. I don't think it tastes bad. I'm literally just checking myself. I just want to know what can be done to make this better. And uh, I do that with life too. Okay. I could see the difference. I can see the difference. You know what I mean? Like right now, uh, 30 minutes ago, I was like, yeah, oh, wow. I that's, lost that's 15 good. pounds. That's amazing. Voice crack. Uh, you, yeah, I think you had a voice crack. Did it? Run it back. Run it back. Run it back. I didn't even look at him. I just pointed at him. I like, yeah. Okay, so I was like, I lost 15 pounds, but you're still a fat fuck. And that's not me doubting myself. And you're like, no. Absolutely you, that no, is. No, no, no. You see, you're like, but oh, you did so well. But I was like, no, I'm just checking myself. You're still oh, like, 
uh, meant, but that, biologically overweight. No, because at a certain <laughs> point, the reason why this is a fine line is because when you check yourself negatively, I find that that starts to sink more into doubting yourself in, a, in an aggressive it's way. It's a fine line. It is a fine line. No, because checking yourself, especially in the context of what this guy's saying, is meant to be some sort of inspirational, healthy thing to say, just check me in just to see how you're doing, but don't check in to say, what am I doing? You know, uh -huh. and I think what you've done by saying I'm a fat fuck, even though you just lost all this weight, yeah. is you're checking in on yourself and you're beating yourself up, which is going to cause doubtful thoughts. Because you're like, I'm a fat fuck. What's the point of keep doing this? Can can we agree that the fine line is different for many? Like it's pushed. Like for, I feel yeah, like it, my it, fine line a is a little more pushed. It is and it's not. Like people like to say this. How thing. dare you say scale? Like people like to say that <laughs> too soon. <laughs> People like to say this idea that like things don't bother them or uh, that doesn't get under my skin. And to, to a certain extent and to some situations, I could see that being true. But I think humans naturally are susceptible to hate or criticism, like negative criticism. It's hard. Man, I, being on the internet for this long, you would think that I would become numb to yeah. all hate. I mean, over 10 years. I keep saying 10 years. It's been well over 10 years. Yeah. Like 15 years. And I've seen every comment under the sun about me. Even my insecurities that I thought nobody would see, randomly somebody will say it once a year. Ugh. And that hurts even more because you're like, this is something that's invisible, but how can they see this? Yeah, right? yeah. And there's no way that somebody can go about doing something with a negative chatter and think that it's not going to impact them. Yes. It, it's true that this is it's hard for me to square but i am on both sides at the same time on this one which is you know i feel like for myself i do know where the checking of the self and where the doubting of the self is yeah, of course you would yeah but i also can see how it could run bullshit, away yeah how how that could be bullshit if like someone asking you hey are you doing well and i'm like yeah i'm doing fine but like underneath it's like no i'm not doing fine it's, well but also know. like let's just take this scenario okay yeah. you call yourself a fat fuck okay? yeah um, you're saying your fine line can handle that as just a check-in. Yes. But don't you think I you're going to, you're going to be blind to specific things that what you put in is what you absorb. So if you keep telling yourself, I'm a fat fuck and don't worry, I'm just checking in, but I'm still a fat fuck. You are going to go into situations with, with using humor as a coping mechanism to say, I'm a fat fuck. Yeah. And, and it's going to excuse you from doing something about it. Yeah. This is true. I think I think that does have like a lot of. Um, I guess the humor may normalize things and then also put you in doubt. So then you're never gonna be better off with it. Like, like but I'm looking at it like uh, right, uh, let's say this fat fuck thing. I'm looking at it strictly from like um, strictly from like uh, uh, not even strictly, but not not strictly. That's bullshit. Uh, I'm looking at it from like I'm still overweight. Like I still got long ways to go. Uh, like. You know, so, so I, let I'm me ask not, you this. I'm not going to be like, oh, my, like, I, I do, I'm, I don't, I, look, I don't not think I'm beautiful or, or something like this, right? I do think I'm uh, a great person, beautiful on the outside and on the inside. I don't give a shit. Okay, yeah. okay, okay. But I also do know that, like, scientifically, I'm overweight and I'm a gangster because I went from obese, which is over 200, no, but or let whatever, me, let me tell you, like, or whatever. To overweight. That's okay, pretty so good. In, yeah, in fucking six weeks. In six weeks, you did that. Amazing. No, 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 I, no, 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 no. So, I crushed so, it. So stop saying it's a long road when in six weeks you did that. And in another six weeks, if you were to lose another 25 pounds, you will be too light. So where on this scale are you going to be okay with it? Because right now you're a fat fuck, but in six weeks, you're going to be way too skinny. 
So like this fine line of acceptance needs to be widened to less of just a moment of a line of I'm fine here and now. Yeah. Because you don't have a long way to go. The, the, the scientific explanation of obese, man, I've seen people that have been classified as obese. Yeah. And never in a million years did I ever look at them and say, you're, you're obese. obese. I get there's a health thing around it. Yeah. And, it, and it's probably not healthy to be considered that. Yeah. But I don't, I don't necessarily think that, uh, I don't know. Like I, I look, look. I genuinely like. I, I get that there could be like a dysphoria part, right? There's like um, is it dysphoria? It's yes. like the yeah, like seeing yourself as like a fat fucking you're not, yeah, or something. Um, but like I don't know, and I'm not using this to like uh, use it as, as an excuse of like why I care so much or whatever. But it's like my whole uh, man history, like man history. Uh, how do I say this? My dad's dad, like my grandpa, right, passed away when my dad was like. In his 20s, so like in his 50s, he passed away, right. heart disease, right? Right. My dad, diabetes, heart disease coming up, mm -hmm. you know? Like I feel like genetically, the Arab men got the heart disease coming through, okay? And the best thing you could do about that is exercise and be in a healthy- And you're doing it. And you're in doing a healthy it. place. So I don't feel like I'm being dysphoric about it. I'm just, I feel like I still have a ways to go and that that- that allows me, that empowers me to lose more weight. Okay. But do, do you to, think checking in on yourself by calling yourself these negative things is not doubtful at all? I Look, I do, I, I do call, my, yeah, yeah, I do call myself negative things. And yes, sometimes they're used as humor. Sometimes it's real. Sometimes it's a, an actual check. Sometimes it's a mixed it's, bag. It's, and sometimes it's also a doubt. I'm not gonna lie. But also on the other side, equally as strong, maybe even stronger, I do have like the the positive like, yo, I'm fucking amazing. I ten days all water or six yeah. weeks of this transformation or you know I came in. I'm like this is bullshit. I want that shit. Yeah. You know, like I have that equally as strong, if not stronger than my than my doubts. Which is good. It's Which funny good. that you know like we we get this uncomfortableness when we we try to talk good about ourselves. Yeah. Right. There's always a preface of I, I got to say this before I say something good about myself because Ugh. I did this thing. Okay, I got invited by Tim Hortons to go to their their um, test kitchen downtown Toronto. Yeah, it was for the new Justin Bieber stuff. Yeah, cool office, great time. But I found myself around other creators, and I tend to, um, in specific situations, poke fun at myself All at the time. my expense to them. Like I was talking to this one girl creator. It's, my buddy's girlfriend and I was saying, I'm like, oh, you get to go to like all these cool spots like LA and, and Cancun because the beauty gurus get to do that shit. Mm -hmm. I don't know. They always do. Okay. Yeah. Whereas I get sent to like fucking the jungle or like Yukon. Like I'll get sent on these cool <laughs> yeah, experiences, yeah, yeah. But, but they're, <laughs> but they're not a cruise, <laughs> but they're full on experiences. They're, they're not meant to be like relaxed and that's totally <laughs> fine because I've curated it that way. So I started saying like, oh, yeah, that's so lucky you're going to LA. It's like, I get to go to New Brunswick in two weeks. Yeah, yeah. And it's like. <laughs> I hate that we do that because right now uh, this posture syndrome, which I'm profiling equally as negative giving it that title, yeah. but by saying I am a professional in the social media world, I know what I'm doing. And everything I've, I touch is gold. I've proven it. Like, not, maybe not that far. <laughs> yeah. I've proven it, but like I kill it on TikTok. I know what I'm doing. I know if a brand wants to work with me, I'll, I'll take care of it. Yeah. But if I were to say that in a room, and obviously I could probably say that better. Yeah, yeah. I would go home thinking, holy shit. But you know what I wouldn't and do? And they might go home 
saying holy shit too. <laughs> but, but, but what I wouldn't do is if I was in that room and I started talking shit about myself, I'm not going to go home and go, why the hell did I say all that shit about myself? It's almost like this sort of expected thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And like, I hate that. And it's something I'm, I'm definitely trying to stop. But don't you think like it might make people uncomfortable speaking in a, let's say in a very cocky manner, right? Yes, And absolutely. we've all met those people that were like, ah, oh, I don't want to be around them. They... All they do is like they cocky, so cocky. Positivity they can be absorbed differently. Like, yes, just but don't I, say I, that. I feel like it's part of your success might also be making people very comfortable. Like at these events, being um, and I know you hate it, but like being that real side and like no, being yeah. someone that's real and not fake because you can tell who's fake and who's real. It's a great point. Like you're making a really great point here. Finally. <laughs> Shit off me, dog. <laughs> Yo, we need no. another debate because I need to get no, like, like, no, double you, or nothing for it, me. It's no. a great point, one hundred percent. That um, that could also play a role into your success. elements of success, yes. right? Um, but I've seen creators fake it till you make it, and that's what drives me nuts. I know people that are getting paid uh, a significant amount to do panels. Yeah, and I ask, I ask my friends that are in these companies, I'm like. Why didn't you ask me? Mm. Like, like it just, just in passing, because they're yeah, complaining yeah. about this per panelist. You know, I know what I'm doing. You know, I know how to do it. The problem is when I present myself on social media, it comes across naive and then, ha, look at this. Yes. And a part of that is act. A part of that is authentic to who I am. Uh, but at the end of the day, there's no doubt that business-wise, I know what I'm doing. Uh. And that it's almost like, had I gone into it with that sort of grittiness... Uh, maybe they would look at me more seriously and say, we could have him on his panel. Because I do like two panels a year. I'd love to do more because I genuinely feel like I can help somebody get a lot of views on these platforms. Okay, so I th yeah, I think you're exposing the other side of my point or, like, or what takes down that point is like, yes, I said all the opportunities you've got because you were that personality, but it's true. We don't know the opportunities that you would have got if you were the gritty the cocky, but, this. but what you're but in, to that point, I would then probably lose out on other things. Yes, yeah, the Yukons and the so Yukons. so fair. That's a fair, fair. Yeah, <laughs> no, I'm not, no, no shade because like these yeah, experiences yeah. I get to go That's on cool. are usually loaded with really unique opportunity. Yes, so you can't expect to go to L.A. Uh, and get a. I mean, you can, yeah. but like I would rather get sent somewhere I've never been and probably wouldn't go on my own with a brand. Yeah, it's true. It's like, even if you look at like the top performing, let's say influencers, they can't even escape that. Like Kim Kardashian cannot do an Anthony Bourdain type experience. She can't go to like some village in, you know, in East Africa and ha be like this, like real, have this like real moment with people. Because then when people see that, be like, ah, this is bullshit. If they see it, that's, of course, if of they, course. You know what I mean? It's very performative. Yeah, exactly. So even like at the top performing, you can't be that influencer that would have. I guess there's trade offs. Have it all. There's trade offs. Yeah. Yeah. I, this goes back to our very first quote where it's like, there's trade offs with everything you do. If you had this, well, you wouldn't have that. But if you had that, you wouldn't have that. Yes. So there's no way you're going to get everything across the board of what you want. Right. And I think that that's sort of a. a yeah, man. We've been speaking off. about trade offs for episodes and we always come back to trade-offs because it's it's the big it's such it's so true there's so many trade-offs like but it's worth it you know like like some of the hardest moments in my life when i when i plug in that first quote where i look back yeah it's like okay i can i can see the lesson i can actually see how it's impacted my life and why that moment needed to happen um and i know also that if i'm in a moment that doesn't make sense why is this happening to me this is hard 
uh, it just means I haven't learned the lesson yet. I'm a big believer in that because it, it all connects. Yeah. Right. Um, anyway. Yeah. But there, there, there's sort of trade-offs with like sort of a, a tree with roots. You, you go down this path, you're crossing off that path. Mm-hmm. Sort of like a commitment issue, I guess. Uh, and the biggest trade-off I've had in the last week or two is making a fire, Food, a Food. fire episode. No, we made a fire episode that last episode. I loved it. Loved yeah. every moment of it, yeah. even though it was at the expense of my ego. Let me preface this. There's a clear loser. On that or one. clarify this. <laughs> the entire episode was your idea. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> From the debate to whose sides we're going to debate. So yeah. <laughs> I have no sympathy because I listened to it back and I'm like, look, this guy went into this really believing in himself. And I love that. <laughs> like, I really love that. I could hear the confidence because you're like, okay, here's what we're going to do. I'm going to dig you a hole. And I'm like... Well, I was I was mowing the lawn two days ago. My parents' lawn at their house. Okay, and I was like, "You f this shit talking about. There's no responsibility. There's a big ass lawn. I gotta <laughs> right or like the pool and shit. Fuck." A hundred percent. There's uh, it, it was a good debate, and I think a lot of people enjoyed that too. And something we should definitely consider doing again. Although I think that was our most real debate because you genuinely believe that, and I genuinely believe that. Yeah. Um. So if you guys have any uh ideas of like some cool ass debates, we would love to hear it. Uh, at Danocracy on Instagram. Yeah. And at um, Amar Originals. And also be sure to share any uh, good quotes. Mm. Like we all love a good quote, you mm. know? Send them our way. Send them through the DMs. Hey, here's a good quote I saw. It really impacted me. I heard your podcast. But bam. Love that shit. Anyway, guys, thank you so much for listening. Uh, we'll be back next week for sure. We're back to weekly episodes. Yes. We love you guys. Bye.